Welcome to episode 93 of the CGM podcast. I'm back. I don't remember where I was last week, but I wasn't here. That's all that mattered. You were dealing with rat issues. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aw. You yeah. just made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm back. And uh, so for those of you who hate me, too bad. I'm back. No, see, they're happy because like I was the one that actually had to host last week, and that completely that was, fell apart. I left that all in when that, that fell what apart. What happened? Yeah, it, it just I will go back and listen to it then. Yeah, that it was totally an experience. It totally went off the rails and then some. It's it was like, like five minutes waiting. I don't know what to say. Um, oh yeah, there's a rat and Mel's not here. Yeah. Uh, there's people here. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Uh, this is going to end badly. Oh yeah. god! And then <laughs> it started ending badly. And just the look on your on a yeah. horror on your face that's yeah. actually translating through the microphone. Yeah, every everybody was just like, "What is happening?" Including me because I just kept talking and talking and wouldn't stop. And then it just all. But went you're to usually just, hard to shut up, so I'm surprised you can do it. So it went to strange and disturbing places. Although you you can't remember your own phone number, which I find amusing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't call myself. I'm not that. Oh much. come on! <laughs> Why would I need to know my phone number? Wait, is the guy you see wandering on the street that walks up to police officer yeah. and says, "Please take me." Home. Yeah. Can you th- I don't know where I live, but no, I live see, with my wife. I know wife. my address, but you know, like, <laughs> wait, yeah, I, I have to stop you for a second. How would you call yourself? Have two phones and just talk to yourself at all times? How would you do that? Well, see, that's that's the thing. So, like, why would I need to know my but, phone? But number? you might be that vain. So, I want to know how you'll do it if you become that vain. Um, yeah, I guess you would actually have to have two phones. Yeah. Or well, you could just get like two tin cans and like you know talk <laughs> through one. With the other on the other, yeah, and then you just switch between mouth and ear, mouth and ear. So at least we know Wayne would never have an affair because he can't get over his phone number. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty safe. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So to my left is Alex. Yes. You're here with us this week. I am indeed. And to his left is Wayne. Yep. The not hosting. Which not is like hosting. The best part of this podcast this week is that I'm not hosting. And this week we also have Brendan, which I guess you were around last week too. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I ranted for a lot. There you go. Well, you saved Wayne for that five minutes probably where he just was like, ah. Oh. No, no, see, I, I no let that, that go. See, that's the horrible part is that I wasn't even silent and going, oh, I'm at a loss for words. Instead, the words just kept coming and coming. They stop. And they wouldn't stop. And they were all just weird and disturbing. So. No, vomit. It, 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 it actually got worse later. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice to know I was missed. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a tradition. We need, <laughs> we need Wayne's uh, ever-mounting disaster. Ever-mounting <laughs> disaster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Well, this week we have some interesting news. We start with uh, what's been going on. When, what went on for something like 21 hours? Oh, so Eve. Virtual news. Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's just, it's so epic. Virtual news with real money. Lots Eve money online. Yeah, Eve online. A huge battle went down because of a missed payment. Yeah. That makes sense. Is anything else? It's so protection payment? Yeah, yeah, it was a protection it, it, payment. It basically is a mafioso thing. Yeah, somebody yeah. forgot to pay their protection money or their auto-renew did not pay the protection yeah, the, money. Ouch, eh? Yeah. And it just led to one of the biggest battles yeah. in Eve's 11-year history. Let's get some numbers on that. Like, how much was lost? Uh, between 300000 and 500000 The approximate figure, according to CCP themselves, we're looking at about 330000 Wow. USD. Yeah. And uh, that was a considerable amount of dreadnoughts as well. Yep. Um, yeah. 370 dreadnoughts gone. What are dreadnoughts exactly? Are they like the second biggest ship? No, they're more like... Um, biggest warship? They're like the... Um, well, the, the smallest of the capital ships okay. listed here is like carriers, and then dreadnoughts come above carriers. Mm-hmm. And oh. then above dreadnoughts are super carriers. And, and above then all finally that is you titans. get to titans, which and are the, like, you know, yeah. The those are just beasts? Yeah. Do they have lo- they are very expensive. Beasts. How can you? Why are they not killing other little guys? Titans seem like a big ship you could just take down everyone with. 
There's just too many of the small ships? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's well, kind no of like the same thing as like, well, you know, if you throw a guy into you know the Amazon River, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to kill all of those piranha. They're so small <laughs> well, compared to him. Maybe right? the Titans so, were kind of designed like the Death Star, and yeah. it only took one tiny ship to find the right opening and just kaboom. I think of them like the Super Star Destroyer in uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. Just one guy kamikazing the yeah. uh, the bridge will do it. Exactly. Yeah. You just Not was there a Super Star Destroyer? In the yeah. was. Yeah. You, you know, don't the, remember the Super Star Destroyer crashing into the Death Star? During yeah. the Endor battle of Return Did that of the happened? Jedi? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. And I've watched that movie many times. Go back and watch it. Yeah. I just thought they explo- it exploded just, randomly uh, for no reason. That, I, I believe that that was like the female pilot who was mistakenly dubbed with the voice of a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the female A-Wing pilot, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah it, it actually, I don't yeah, remember if it was. It actually was a female, but then when they went oh, into the dubbing for the for dialogue, her. her voice got dubbed over be like, by a guy. It's me, oh. I sound like a yeah, man. She, she was the one that took down the Super Star Destroyer, you know, kamikaze style, and then it crashed into the that. Death Star. But yeah, well, uh, how many Titans were lost again? Over uh, seventy-five, right? Total of seventy-five Titans were lost. That's insane. So one including time. one that was on the way to the battle and didn't even didn't make it that far. Way there. So, yeah. so which group was caused this battle? Do they I'm have names? Not sure. Well, okay. Uh, the major forces that were involved. I don't know what their full names are. All okay. I have to go by are their initials. Um, on the one side was the alliance between N3 and PL. Sure, why not? And uh, on the other side was CFC and DTF. DTF. Oh my DTF. god! Yeah. That's amazing. Oh my god, I hope that doesn't stand for what I think it does. I think it does. It's, it's Eve, I'm sure it does. Oh my god, yeah. that's just... No. So the N3... So the Jersey Shore people... Yeah, yeah. basically. So the, Jersey Shore fought uh, the Alliance. Yeah. yeah. So N3 PL, that Alliance, they lost 59 Titans. That's a lot of Titans. And the CFC DTF guys, they lost 16 Titans. So that's, that's still a lot of Titans. That's lopsided yeah, as far lopsided, as losses yeah. go. Yeah. And, so, uh, is the economy of Eve just messed now? It, I expect that it probably is. I mean, it's like, you know, these things cost, like, what, thousands of dollars yeah. in real A money? Real yeah. money, yeah. yeah. Like, no one person owns these things. Like, they're pretty really? Much pro- well, they're pretty much property of their corporation, aren't they? You can't just buy a Titan? Like, well, it would take you a lot of playtime. Well, I just want to go in there, like, yeah. I want a Titan. Can I get one? Well, you have to build it. I just want you do it. have to build it. Um, every it's all player built, and uh, you'd have to pay a corporation to make it for you. So if I was rich in real life, I could get one. Yeah, like I have friends who play, and recently, like I had a friend who jumped on because his friend was being attacked, and they had to uh, like save him and stuff. Uh, it just sounds really this, way too complicated for me to even no, get into. Yeah. Something is bu- something's bugging me. Did, how much was the actual missed payment? Like how much? Watch it be like twenty pay? bucks. That'd be hilarious. I kind of want it to be like five. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was a pumpkin pie he forgot to deliver. I don't think it's going to be 300000 or whatever. No. But uh, you learn a lesson. Don't miss your payments. Yeah. Will they break you? It's almost a, it's almost a metaphor for, the, for economic downturn. Yeah, not really. <laughs> no, but no, I... No, not really. I mean, it's like, you know, various countries miss payments all the time, and it doesn't seem to affect them like this. Mm-hmm. They usually don't go to war where their entire fleet Oh, can you destroyed. imagine if we yeah. went to war over everything like that? That'd be amazing. Well, I mean, horrific. And oh, we'd be dead. Everyone would be bankrupt or dead. Yeah. Or both. Uh, but if it'd you're, be horrible. It'd be a great time to be a weapons merchant. You make sure they miss payments. That, that would be Brendan. He'd be the weapons merchant. Mm. So, so he's basically Lord of War. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd make sure they go on because I'm like, miss that payment? That, that little thing didn't go through? Come oh, <laughs> the state's now fighting. Well, for one, the, for one of the bloodiest oh, battles in the 11-year history, they are putting an in-game memorial. That's hilarious. Well, it's amazing. It sounded epic. I'm it glad I was so not a part of it. I would have been upset if I had lost something like that. Yeah, and um, I remember at uh, MIGS I saw that saw they did a, 
a panel about how they handle how they've handled the servers and how they work, mm-hmm. and they handled these huge battles because they built the technology back when dial-up was a thing. Yeah. Oh, dear God. So it's designed to be used with dial-up. Oh, dear God. So the latency, and the latency is ridiculously high. Like, it's something like a second. Oh, God. But because it's all spaceships, it doesn't actually matter. That's amazing. Now, from what I read, over 4,000 people took put Like, 4,000 doesn't seem like a lot of people in a game like Eve. It's not. Well, Eve only has a few hundred thousand subscribers. Is that what, what's yeah. left mm-hmm. after all that? Well, I guess it's pretty old. So I guess that's epic for Eve. It's sort of a long-run game. It's yeah. been around for quite a while. It's just, can you imagine if a 4,000 battle took place in World of Warcraft? No one would notice. No, because there'd be no one. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, yo, we're in the Barrens together. Yay. Yeah, you wouldn't even see them on the map when you ran by. No, we had ba- that. was like that every day. <laughs> what? You had epic battles in Warcraft all the time? Yeah, not that epic, but, you know. 4,000 people just lining up like this South Park? Ex- Is it you against one dude who's smiting everybody? They like to think. Do you watch South did. Park or have I watched? You mean the, uh, the World of Warcraft? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, source of a thousand. I don't think a bunch of people in World of Warcraft are losing three hundred and thirty thousand. No, they are not. No, so. no. no, sadly, they're not. So that was epic. I don't really have any final thoughts on the things. It's just like, wow, that happened. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> it's, it's kind of mind boggling. Yeah. <laughs> That many people and that much money was actually lost in a video game. in a video game in a virtual space. Oh yeah. Oh wow. All right, Wayne. You also have some sad news. Oh yeah, well, you know, sad if you're a Nintendo fan. So I guess it's a good. Well, you know, Phil's not here. So it's good okay. that Phil's not here because yeah, he might be forced to weep. So yeah, there no, there, no. there there are a few things that are happening with relation to Nintendo. Um, Satoru Iwata, the you know president of Nintendo, <clears throat> as a result of like you know the big downturn that they've taken in sales with the Wii U, he is voluntarily taking a pay cut of fifty okay. percent. See now, Phil might wow. puff out his chest and say, "Ha, your Microsoft wouldn't do that," so he could be proud. Okay, maybe. All right, and um, on top of that, they're, um, the short form is they're going to start whoring out the Nintendo characters. I'm kind of excited. Okay. Like, I feel really bad about this because I love Nintendo, but I'm kind of excited you to see what, what happens I with mean, it. They, they claim that this does not mean that oh, you're you suddenly going to start to see Mario jumping around on an Xbox One or a PS4. They are saying, though, that they're going to be licensing out the Nintendo characters to you know, people outside the company to you know for various uses. Here's what I want. So I want uh, Mario as a playable character and get the new Gears of War. Yeah, see, that's never yeah. going to happen. See, that's I don't. I, I think they would strike a deal with Sony before they strike. Yeah. A deal no, no, no. I want Gears of War. I want to have yeah. Mario instead of Marcus Phoenix going down there, going, "Woohoo, I'm Mario! Die, Lucas!" You want to see infamous Mario? Yeah. He's got to be the big beefy Gears of War build. Though. Oh, of course, he's going to be like a giant mustache, but is he still short? Chin. Mm-hmm. And I want to see the cap looks realistic. Oh, Suspenders yeah. over like muscular like shirt, beefing out for no apparent reason. Well, no. Every time he takes a mushroom, he gets beefier. Yeah. It it could be really interesting, but after Sega started licensing out Sonic's not like got anything good out of it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I want Sonic in there too. Just saying. Sonic is way more badass than yeah, Mario. I mean, though. You know, all, all of this is just symptomatic of the fact that uh, they make bad decisions. It's not been really. Uh, no. 2013 was a bad year for Nintendo. 2014 is really not shaping up. They made so many bad decisions. Yeah. And, you know, it's like so many. many armchair business analysts and all that are saying, you know, it's like, for God's sake, you know, it's like just start making games on phones and other stuff. I don't know if that would actually really help them. No, it but, wouldn't, no. Yeah, yeah, but but a lot of people are saying, like, you could make so much money if you just made games on phones. And like, I don't think that's actually true. Not they to the extent the they need. Yeah. They're a huge company. I don't know how they save themselves. They just have to put out the games people want. 
at this point. Well, they what, do make Smash the games. Brothers they, and Mario they, Kart they are making like, the yeah. games that people want, or at least they're making the games that Nintendo fans want. I mean, yeah. if you're talking the games that everybody else wants, then that's Call of Duty. Oh, Mario Call see, of Duty? I can't see, yeah. Are we going to see a Mario shooter? We are, yeah, right? See, I, I don't want to play Call of Mario. Call of Mario? Like, yeah. Yes, it's like, I hey, do. Luigi, the Russians are attacking. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's a me, it's a Mario. Killing the Russians. Remember, no Koopa. Yeah. Oh. So just, no. It's like, I, I really don't know what Nintendo can do at this point because it's like, you know, the Wii just, it crashed. I wouldn't say that it burned. But uh, it's, it, it's definitely crashing. It could like, maybe rise from the ashes yeah. when Smash Brothers comes out. You know, and, maybe. You know, obviously, their sales were not great this Christmas because everybody no. wanted to get an Xbox One or a PS4. Yeah. So they just got pushed way out of the limelight for Christmas 2013. This is very true, yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. Their sales might go up a bit when they do release Smash Brothers well, you know, but, like, and Mario Kart, but it's not going to make Not it to the spike. extent they need. Yeah, it's not going to spike. No. Yeah. It's just going to go up a bit. Really, what's keeping them alive right now is the 3DS. I mean, it's like, you know, that's, oh, yeah. you know the, the whole DS family is doing very, very well for them. But, but Maybe they should just switch to handhelds in general. I don't think I, don't, I would think with phones it's going to be a hard market to break into beyond where they already are. Yeah, I mean that that is the other problem is that if they stick to the handhelds, they're getting annihilated by phones, phones, which is why people keep saying you should make games on phones. But the three S does, but no one's so spending well. money on phones. Yeah, so. Oh well, I, I guess we'll see what yeah, happens. Like, are you going to buy like a thirty dollar game for your no. Android or you know um, Apple device? Like most people won't. I think what Nintendo needs to do is scrap the Wii U, say it was a failure, and move on to the next thing. Mm. The problem is... It's been like a year and a half. Yeah, and it failed. Well, it's not like it's the first system of theirs to fail. Either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, Virtual they, Boy. They, yeah, you know, GameCube, they stuck through thick and thin. Here's, here's what you do. You make the next console compatible with the games for the Wii U and just beef up the tech. And say, yeah, you already have a Wii U? Well, it's still... Those games still work in this new system. The Wii U 2. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. Yeah. Well, they like, need uh, they need Bono commercials. For them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that what you were thinking of? Yes, when you yes, exactly. So like, yeah, you got to get a Bono commercial. Yeah, I just so. I kind of wanted them to just have like Bono comes out on stage, sings a song, like oh yeah, yeah. buy this, right. walks yeah. off, just, <laughs> just belting it out in the name of Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for Apple. Yeah, that's you true. never know. They might. Friend is right. The next console may actually have a, a new hit. Because they did survive a couple of. I think they just need to, uh, the the. Setbacks. They don't. Uh, people do not understand the Wii U is not actually a thing. They need a two on there, or a new number to make it bigger. If they yeah. call the Wii U two, they're like, oh, this is a new thing. There's and a two here. Some more aggressive marketing would probably also help. Yeah. But, uh, but even you they can't can, compete with Microsoft's marketing. No. They can't, and they can't compete with the Kinect. I'm sorry, but I was doing the Wii U Fit mm-hmm. or Wii Fit U. It's bad. And the thing is, they constantly had me holding Wiimotes and switching. I was like, and the Kinect? Like I wouldn't need to hold anything. Okay. Maybe they need to make invent. They just need to reinvent motion controls. Have, have you do. been trying any of like the Xbox One fitness? I don't stuff? have one. Have you? Okay. Like, we Xbox the One. I'm kind of just you know, yeah, wondering what you would think of that. No, I would like to actually try the, the fitness program. I have it at home. I've never tried it. It has Sean T and Jillian Michaels, and I love both of them. Yay. So, but yeah, yeah I would the love Beach to body try it. guys too. Oh really? Yeah, the guys that do P90 hung there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, like. Well, I don't see how the Wii U Fit could, uh, Wii Fit U could really compete with that. Because you have to hold, it feels unnatural to try doing exercise holding this tiny little Wii boat that might fly out of your hand at any moment. Knock well, the person know, that's out what next the to you. Is for. I always put on the wristband. Mike yeah. thinks I'm crazy. You need the wristband, yeah. So. <laughs> so cute. Sorry. Fred is showing me things and now I'm getting distracted. All right. Wayne, I believe you had, you had more news. Well, we've, we've got some comic book news. I have some comic book news. Oh, comics, you say? Yeah, comics that comics. Wayne would adore. You know oh, Godzilla? 
Godz- no, my, my comic book news is actually about the X-Men. Oh, but mine's, I want to do mine then. Okay, then you can do Mine's yours. about Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla. Godzilla. Godzilla's director, Garth Edwards, announced that a comic book sequel is going to come out a few days before the movie. A sequel to the movie that... So the oh, sequel, sorry, prequel, prequel. Okay, I'm like, prequel. that'd be weird. Yeah, it's a Here's prequel. Here's what happens to the movie. No, no, no. Sorry. It's a prequel to the the new Godzilla movies called Godzilla Awakening. See, that makes more sense. He awakens. Yeah, well, yeah, because he has to awaken before you can see him on screen. Mm-hmm. You'd think. Unless it's just him sleeping for 90 minutes. It's just panels. No, no, no. It, the comic book will just be panels of Godzilla dreaming mm-hmm. about I, smashing I Tokyo. I really do have to wonder how they're going to wake Godzilla up this time because it's like, you know, nobody's really testing nukes out in the South Pacific anymore like they were in the 60s. You say that now, Wayne. You never know. Oh, North uh, Korea will do it. The uh, disaster oh, okay. in Japan. The nuclear... Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, or he'll just wake up. But that up. wasn't really like a oh, gigantic nuclear explosion. Maybe all the radiation in the, uh, in the waters wake him up. He's like, oh, See, I like that. That's not... That, that's kind of lame compared <laughs> to like, you know, this nuke went off and irradiated this dinosaur well, and turned it into Gojira. What happened in like, Pacific Rim? Didn't something just open in the middle of the water? Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that, that was just this dimensional rift. Aliens show up. Yeah. I don't need an explanation. I, I don't think that they're going to say that, you know, Gojira is from another dimension. No, no, okay, we can do what happened in Piranha, where just a cavern underwater just breaks yeah, see, down see, and See, I can out. go with the... Yeah, I mean, the whole point of, you know, Godzilla is that he is supposed to be, like, you know, just this force of natural vengeance, like, you know, yeah. visiting wrath upon Although, humanity I, for its I arrogance. I would stop you for one second, Wayne. Did you notice there's a lot of Lovecraftian concepts in Pacific Rim? This is completely nonsensical. Well, it's Del Toro. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Likes, he likes his Lovecraft. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's going to be in there. Yeah, okay, Everyone like, was waiting for Cthulhu to show up, but he never did. I, I'm surprised he yeah. could that did. in. He should have a cameo. He's standing Cthulhu under. showed up in, like, you know, Hellboy. Yeah, he, did he? Yeah. Cthulhu, Cthulhu oh, yeah. well, sort of. I mean, there are there was that one point in Hellboy where they were showing, like, you know, the other dimension yeah. with the old ones, and there was this gigantic tentacle creature that was encased in crystal. Really? And that was pretty much like... That thing shows up that's later. Ca- that's Cthulhu, isn't it? That's got to be Cthulhu, because this is Del Toro that we're talking about. Uh, so he does yeah. love Cthulhu. Yeah, but all the uh, old gods in uh, Hellboy look like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, the one that even shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that was, you know, Del Toro's Cthulhu cameo was, you know, right mm. there in Hellboy. He needs to do mountain, uh, Mountains of Madness. Yeah, Del Toro really should be allowed to do that. Yeah. Well, he probably can now. You know, it's like now he can do these people are like, here's a ton of money, just do what you want. Just just make things. Yeah, just, just make sure that you stick giant robots in there somewhere and it'll be fun. <laughs> so. Giant robots or giant monsters. Giant robots versus Cthulhu, I'd still watch that. Yeah. So. But there's no mo- there's no very few monsters in Mountains of Madness. Well, well like, all of Mountains of Madness, except for like one scene, is all just flashback. And like, yeah, I'm history. That. I'm so that. you can expand on that. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it's like in, well, the you can Cth- do it. in the Cthulhu mythos, though, there are monsters that are just huge and towering. Yeah. And, you know, it's like they could definitely Cthulhu's put up a fight. Kinda, yeah. He's not even the most powerful, is he? No. No. He's just kind of a. He's, he's the most dick like. He's, he's just the one that, you know, it's like gets the most airtime for Earth, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's the one that Earth's got to worry Isn't about. Isn't Dagon more powerful? I think so. Yeah. But he doesn't do much. Dagon doesn't really care. He's not necessarily more powerful. I thought he was Cthulhu's high priest. I thought I don't know because Cthulhu's not a full. Oh, it's complicated. Ah, uh, who cares? Anyways, moving on so we don't. You know, alienate everyone. Yeah. Well, just so we can mention, Greg and Matt Bornstein are the ones writing this, and Matt Bornstein is the main primary scri- uh, screenwriter on Godzilla. So at least uh. it will feel like it's co- cohesive. Sounds good. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. And All now, right. if, now if only they throw more Cthulhu in it, we'll be happier. Well, if it's Godzilla fights Cthulhu, would you love that, Brendan? Godzilla. I would kickstart that movie immediately. Wow, yeah. That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Godzilla versus Cthulhu. Well, spoiler alert: it's just going to be Godzilla hitting him in the head with a steamship. 
I'm okay with that. No, it'll be like, you know, Cthulhu will be there and everybody else will be driven insane just by gazing on his unholy visage. Yeah. And then Godzilla will see Cthulhu and will be driven insane, but this simply makes Godzilla even more <laughs> homicidally violent. And he proceeds to, like, pound into Cthulhu, and then that's when you get, like, the fight of the ages. Well, we got to see and it then, from Godzilla's point of view yeah. and then see, like, all the other monsters. No, 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 no. What I want is that going on as you have story. some guy that did not see Cthulhu and just walking the streets as this is going on, and everyone's insane. No, no, no. I want them to end up falling in love and having little Godzilla Cthulhu babies, because those would be just terrifying. You know, any of these movies' ideas are amazing. This is just becoming an different, entirely different kind of movie, thanks to Mel. Yeah, it's weird. Anyways. No, little, like... Cthulhu Godzilla babies would be frightening. They're yeah, they boys. Would. How do you know? You don't know. No, I thought you don't know. Was female. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Then yeah, they can do. They can totally do See? that. See? Yeah, okay. Frightening. Let's make that for the sequel. First one is just humanity going crazy. Okay. And then they get eaten by Cthulhu Godzilla babies. As long as it's not shaky cam, I'm cool. Yeah. Right. I, I, agree I want it all shaky cam. No, no shaky cam. We're done with shaky cam. All shaky no, cam. No, really sadly. We have to be done with it. And I want the PO normal activity people to show up in there somewhere. Oh. Yeah. I think we're getting tired of Shaky Cam. <laughs> no. We're definitely getting tired of Shaky Cam. Oh, yeah, because uh, we're way past all of its novelty is gone. Yeah. We, we, that was our film moment because we Phil was not here as so we had added in there. Oh, yeah. Poor Phil. Yeah. I don't even know why he's not here, but. I think he just has to do things. Okay, then not poor Phil. Okay, I don't well, think screw Phil. We can still have a film moment, though. Since a film, this, you know, a Phil film, film, yeah. film, a Phil film moment. Cinema yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Cinema film moment. Yeah. Cinema film. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, Brian Singer, who yep. you know, it's like directed Ooh. the first two X Men movies and is directing the new one, which was good. The uh, first two. Yeah. Good. He spilled the beans on um, the 2016 X Men movie. Yeah. Okay, which is, which is going to be based on the um, X Men, you know, it's like apocalypse storyline from the Ooh. comics. Uh, how many people are actually familiar with what happened with X-Men Apocalypse? Uh, I can raise no. my hand. Okay. A lot of time travel-based stuff? No. 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 You're thinking, you're thinking no. of Avengers, where we're talking about. No, I mean, he is thinking of Cable, because Cable comes back, but that's you're, not... You're thinking of the movie that's coming out this year, yeah, which no, is Days of Future, future I mean, the, well, no, I thought there was something involved with Apocalypse, too. Uh, the Cable comes back, but that's involved with the virus, right? Because uh, Cable is from the future. Yeah. He is. And he comes back, and Age of Apocalypse has Cable in it at some point. Yeah. So, time travel is involved in some... But not major... That's not major the theme. The theme is just Apocalypse wakes up, says, yo, I'm calling my horseman. And they go, yeah, we're here. And he turns them into horsemen. <gasps> is yeah. one Godzilla? And then he starts... He start, I'm, this is the very least, uh, you know, short version of what happened. I yeah. know who Apocalypse is and his history, and that's about it. That's all you need to know. Yeah. He creates horsemen. They start the end of the world. The X-Men stop him. Yeah. They say... So it's basically supernatural meets X-Men. No, no. No, it's not. That's, that's, they're okay. all mutants. That's, that's, that's what, oh, they're all mutants. Yeah, yeah. all mutants. He upgrades. That's, that's what Brendan is leaving out, is that the whole thing with Apocalypse is the fact that he was, like, one of the first mutants. He was a mutant uh, that was born, like thousands of years yeah. ago before anybody knew what mutations and genetic you know yeah and he's worshipped as a god and, and it went stuff, to his yeah. head and yeah and he's survived all of this time and then you know it's like finally during the age of the X-Men he's like okay you know it's like that's it screw it and I'm not fooling around anymore and he you know unleashes apocalypse on the earth using his vast ancient mutant powers all I can and say, alien technology he found yeah. because it's all over the place yeah I guarantee there's going to be a scene where Magneto goes to Wolverine and said a war is coming because yeah. it's in every movie mm-hmm. Well, I assume that was happening. But the the mm-hmm. interesting thing is about this is that Brian Singer is actually like he's he's taking a lot of liberties with this. He's actually setting up the apocalypse storyline to be more of a sequel to X Men First Class rather than That's weird. 
Future rather future than following past. directly from Days of Future Past. Uh, so he's like, you know, yeah. I, so I guess he's going to be setting the Apocalypse storyline in like the seventies, maybe or late sixties. I mean, you know. First class took place during the sixties, right? So yeah, I did. If this is actually supposed to be a follow up to that, then yeah, we're we're talking like you know sixties, seventies, possibly eighties, but you know it's like no later than that. So time travel is involved. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's days of future past. It's confusing. I'm really confused. Yeah, Uh, we should move on. So I mean, it's like you know, I I guess it'll all work out, but you know, it's like that's that's not slated till like you know. 2016. I'm excited. So we, no, got like, I want to know who plays Apocalypse. We've got two years to wait for that one. Vin Diesel. You know something? Eight yourself. I'd be okay with it. Uh, yes. Yeah, Brian yes. Cranston. I mentioned this like a tw- at least twice in the podcast. Yeah. Andrew Sabo should play everything, basically. Who? Yeah. The guy. So, the, the, we oh, are canceling oh, right, the yeah. Apocalypse. Like cost. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Hey, Heimdall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think he should be every role yeah. in the movie. So, yeah, he, he's just like, today I am starting the Apocalypse. <laughs> today I am Apocalypse. <laughs> Yes. Tomorrow yeah. we end the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah the, tomorrow he, he's making work. A week from now we end the apocalypse. Yeah. and then the X Men jump in and say, "No, today we're canceling the apocalypse." And then he's like, "You can't cancel me." It's like, "Oh yeah, he's a person too." Sorry, about that. Just, <laughs> no, Wolverine will kill him. We are punching the apocalypse. Yeah, this sounds like the worst so, movie ever, yeah. actually, <laughs> or the best. That's when they it, call in Cthulhu. X Men versus Cthulhu. Oh, that'd be good. So basically, you're I want to write movies. Cthulhu Everybody wants to be everything. Cthulhu, yeah. Cthulhu takes on all comers. That Why has there not been a good Cthulhu movie yet? <gasps> because they're always afraid that the audience won't get because it. Because Call of Cthulhu is not actually that good of a story. No, no it's really not. It's, it's complicated. It's boring. Like, not, nothing happens. There's well, fish people. Have to follow, There's you not know. even fish people in Call of Cthulhu. They're mentioned once. Yeah, yeah they're there. You don't have to follow they Call of Cthulhu. Cthulhu. He could just he do up, other he's stuff. He's sleepy. He eats a bunch of people. They back a steamship into his face. That doesn't kill him. Just puts him back to sleep. Exactly. Then he gets up again later. His head reforms, then he just goes back to bed. And See, if I just was hit by a steamship, I'd be like, hey, that hurt. I'm going to now destroy the Earth. I would oh. be like, well, now I'm tired again. I'm going to go back to sleep. Oh, you might be kind of tired if someone hits you with a steamship. No. Uh, not for, like, centuries. Maybe I, an hour. I think it was just because yeah, they woke him up. It's called a coma. It's called a coma. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a Cthulhu minute. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, brought to you by CGM. <laughs> so, anyway, all right. Um, this week's rant is really more of a kind of a we're sorry that you're about to lose your job dude sort of segment so it, to be fair he, you shouldn't do this it, it turns out that um, wait is this what I think it is, there, it is no there, there was a catastrophic news leak over at Microsoft um, you know it's like this is all still rumor but at first some people were saying that this might have been like a controlled news leak because Microsoft was just trying to spread some you know good news to counteract all the PS4 stuff that's been happening lately. Mm-hmm. But you know it's like now with the flurry that's happening in forums and you know it's like it looks like various Microsoft executives are on the warpath. Um, it turns out that this was not a controlled news leak at all, and you know you have to treat all of this as rumor. But judging from the way that the guys at Microsoft and you know it's like various news journalists are acting, it seems like this is legit, and you know it's like some information has been released way way before it should have since this more or less gives away Microsoft's game plan for, like, the next two years. Okay. Um, so here are some of the things that came out in the leak. Um, okay, so there's going to be a Forza Horizon in 2014, um, September, which is going to include weather and all that other stuff that people were requesting in the original Forza, but it wasn't in there. There's going to be a white Xbox One that's going to be coming. Does that surprise anybody, though? Yeah, not really. No. Um, there's going to be a Halo Anniversary 2 which is going to be 1080p, but you know may or may not be 60 frames per second because you know 
the Xbox One has a lot of problems with 60 frames per second, apparently, yeah. as evidenced by, like, you know, Tomb Raider, the definitive edition, mm-hmm. which we can talk about a little later. Quantum Break, scheduled for holiday 2014. Um, Sunset Overdrive, also is scheduled oh. for fall 2014. Um, there's going to be League of Legends in the summer of 2015. What? What? Yeah. Like, Hello. like, so what? yeah. Apparently, this is one of those Microsoft really wasn't very happy with this coming out. But you know, uh, uh, I can you, play League of Legends on my um, TV. The Halo mm-hmm. Two anniversary game is also going to include a beta for Halo Five. Um, the new Gears of War is under development, and that's um, scheduled for two point five years of development time. So wait, what happened? Did just some document get out? No, some some dude just you know it's like. You know, it's like hit the airwaves on like NeoGAF and just, oh, he just said, unloaded like, it. Here's a bunch of stuff that's happening, and then everybody was like, "Yeah, sure." Until Microsoft went into serious damage control, oh, wow. mm-hmm. and so did the journalists who were like, "Okay, we're actually getting from other confirmed anonymous sources that a lot of the stuff this guy is saying is legit." Ooh. So, um, yeah, and I'm I'm still not done yet. Um, oh, I love this. So yeah, Halo Two anniversary will include the beta for Halo Five. Um, the first Titanfall DLC is scheduled exactly 45 days from the release of Titanfall, with another piece of DLC scheduled 120 days after that. That sounds pretty legit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Crackdown 3 for 2016. Does anyone ask for that? Anyone? Yeah, actually, apparently a lot of people have been asking for another Weird. Crackdown game. So, um, the second one was bad. And um, this one is kind of crazy. They're considering a $400 Xbox One and they're going to do this by ditching the optical drive. So no Blu-ray drive in there. Okay. Because they absolutely refuse to give up on Connect. They're like, this is integrated into the system. So in order to get the price down, we're just going to ditch the Does optical drive. Or I can still buy a PS4 and get my Blu-ray yeah. drive. It so seems the same like it's kind of ditching a lot of what makes the, the Xbox One useful as a center of a home entertainment I center. Yeah. I mean, and I don't really, like how how integral is the Connect? Because I had it unplugged whenever I was reviewing Rise, and it never had a problem. Eh, not really. Like I've ne- I never saw an instance where it was necessary. I think they want to make it a thing that people use. They yeah. want to make it necessary. They yeah. want people to have but sex on it, just like PS4. Yeah. Oh, I don't want that <laughs> infrared sex. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, it's a whole new class of you. So that's going to become the Oculus Rift, right? Infrared sex, yes. Yeah. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. All all I know is that you know it's like yeah, this news came out and the, the League Internet, of Legends. That's what I'm stuck yeah, on. The, the internet basically exploded, kind of and then Microsoft just went on the warpath to kind of just like hunt down who did this and so they find them. Um, they're obviously not saying anything officially, but well, if someone's like this guy from Microsoft was just fired, we know what happened. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, if it yeah, if it comes out that you know it's like yeah, somebody just you know it's like this random guy just got fired. Yeah, it, was like, it was probably him. Then. The problem is they can't say if he got fired yeah, or not because exactly. if they do, what they mean they admit this all this is yeah, true. Pretty much. Yeah, so yeah, there's nothing official, obviously, but you know it's like yeah, multiple outlets are confirming from different anonymous sources that a lot of what this guy is saying is stuff that they've heard as well. So mm-hmm. well, so it's all rumor, but it's it's rumor that seems to have Microsoft extremely angry, so that should tell you pretty much everything you need to know. All these pieces of it are true. confirming it, which yeah. makes yeah. it worse. Ooh. Pieces of that you knew were going to come, like Halo 5. Fun, yeah. None of that's really the amazing news. Not really. Yeah, yeah the only more, thing I'm stuck on is League of Legends. Yeah. More of what I'm going to say is... But, you know, it's like, on the other hand, it's like, well, you know, it's like at E3 this year when Microsoft makes all of these announcements, it's going to be crickets because it'll be like, well, we knew this in January, didn't we? No, but more importantly, none of that seems like killer apps. Yeah. And more importantly, it says, 
they have nothing coming it, for yeah, next it, year. It really does mean that Microsoft has no surprises for the next two years if this stuff is accurate. Also, you know, nothing I really want. Yeah. League of yeah. Legends sounds horrible on a console. Uh, E3 is a bust. They'll come out there, they'll saying, say all yeah. this, and we'll say know. we knew it all. So. If you could do, like, Diablo 3 in a console, I suppose yeah. you could do League of Legends. Maybe, but you have so many menus you have to navigate quickly. And, uh, mm. A lot of macros. I'm sure they're working on that. Yeah. No. Keyboard. Yeah. yeah. I guess, but then you might as well just use a PC. Yeah, it depends if your PC can actually run stuff or not. League can run on anything. I'm my PC, okay, my laptop can still not run Netflix. The laptop's old. Laptop's the one I have in the office. That one's going to run Netflix. I've used it. It doesn't like Netflix for me. The picture just stops. Weird. The sound keeps going, but Weird. no picture. Yeah, but I mean, so what What? what do you guys think? Is like, it, does, does this just mean that you know, yeah. Microsoft is in trouble for the next couple of years? Yes. Or? It doesn't sound like anything that I would jump up and yell for at all. So More of what it's, it shows that Microsoft doesn't have enough to justify the cost of the console. No, it does not. If this is what it has... <laughs> I'm oh, not but, they, but, but they did buy the Gears of War property. They own that now. So, so they've, they've had like three Gears of War games now. It can't yeah. be a hot property. Mm. It could be. But. Gears of War Connect. Oh, I wonder how much it would actually cost for Microsoft to just buy Call of Duty. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, that would be huge. That yeah. would cost all the money. Like, that would cost all, an that would astronomical money. amount. Well, they could just buy Activision at that point. Yeah, I suppose. Because that's, that's all true. Activision does. Yeah, just buy Activision and it'll be fine. Disney should buy Call of Duty. Uh, are they for sale? Isn't Activ- is Activision for sale from Vivendi? Uh yes, actually. You so Microsoft could just like, buy it. I yeah, think it's, like, it's only like eight billion. Yeah, only. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, even George Lucas. Oh, even George Lucas can't afford that. Yeah. Yeah, no. So yeah, Microsoft's got that money. I mean, you know, if they really want to sell off Call of Duty, they could just buy it and make it a you know Xbox exclusive. But also, you have and the fact that uh, what was it? The talk that if the new CEO comes in, they might just sell off the Xbox division. Yeah. No dear. Because I know the guy from Nokia is one of the people that they're looking at as a new CEO. Oh, yeah, and he, he's, he's just like, not impressed with the he's Xbox division like, This is losing all, money. So. Let's get rid of this. Yeah. That would save us so much money. Mm-hmm. We could then focus on Windows. That does make money. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, he's obviously looking at it purely from a business perspective, and that does make sense. But if you're a fanboy, that is like the worst possible news. Well, if you're a Microsoft yeah. fanboy. Yeah. Well, if you're a PS4 fanboy, but to be fair, you're like praying fair, for that every Icon saying that for the PS, the PlayStation Vision too. To be yeah. fair, and Icon's one of the biggest shareholders in Sony. Mm, yeah, that's true. They so sell you know, both things off. are saying this, this. None of this gaming stuff makes money. Just mm-hmm. get rid of it. Hmm. That should be done with gaming. Oh well, move, move on. Yeah. Unless you have any, uh, I, I don't have anything else to say about that other than yeah, sure. Just make some new stuff for it, and maybe it'll actually uh, start to pan out in something. Another else. new IP would be nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some new. Well, I mean, they've they've got that quantum break. That's new. It is new. It looks so weird. There was rise. That was new. Yeah, we know how that went. We know how that went. Oh, we'll see how Titanfall. And goes. then what's what is it? Spark or whatever? They're uh, a Project Spark, and that's yeah, supposed to go Project Spark, open, which is, open beta soon. Isn't yeah, it? which is their you know game making game. So which yeah. is like their little big planet. Game? It's like yeah, little big planet steroids. On. So. Oh, it's like Little Big Planet. Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah, it it, it mm-hmm. you know it, it just allows you to make way way more than just platforms. Yeah. So that could okay. be interesting. So they they've got some new things here and there. Yeah. But um, does anyone feel like they should justify buying an Xbox One? None of this stuff does. No, no, exactly. None of it. It does not feel anything revolutionary, and nothing you know, feels. On, on the other hand, I mean, it's like all this stuff is like you know game announcements, and obviously the big thing about Xbox One is that it's more than just about games. I can watch but if Netflix. Get rid of the blue, get rid of the drive. There's nothing left. No. You can watch Netflix. Yeah, you can pay twice. You can to do watch all that Netflix. stuff on Xbox Live. None of this sounds like a reason I would buy a console. 
Yeah, I think both. So, I honestly right now think both Sony and Microsoft have an uphill battle to justify why they need these new machines. But Titanfall. That's it. You can play that in 360, though. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I, I, I'm not buying it. I, and you, you I, just I don't care about Infamous at all. I'm actually I, I, I think that's that, cool, but, but do I think people should go out and buy a PS4 just for that? No. No, that's probably not. Pretty Maybe much when the, they get a body of games that are actually good, then Doug can also, buy also it. I also want, want to wait to figure out how much problems there are with these consoles. Because they haven't been out long enough to see if there's anything big. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, PS4 certainly doesn't play all of my Blu-rays, which yeah. pisses yeah. me off. So. I know. That's a bit annoying. Yep. Can't watch Star Wars or Aliens. Oh. But you have a, Blu-ray, you have a PS3. You just use that? Thing? Yeah, so I watch it on there instead. So yeah. Although I would be really that. upset, though, if I bought a PS4 and couldn't watch Blu-rays from Sony. Like, no, you don't have come on. Well, They're sold out. Uh, yeah. Let's see if we can find one where we get one. You can buy them in Best Buys now. Yeah. Now that Tomb Raider oh, well, it looks I mean, beautiful. Yeah, infamous is coming, and yeah. Uh, yeah, Tomb Raider looks good. So yeah. it's like, yeah, speaking of Tomb Raider, okay, so yeah, let's, let's, let's move on to the next section, I guess. Wayne's but, been playing Tomb Raider. What have people Spoiled. been playing? <laughs> Done. I've been playing Broken Age and Tomb Raider, oh, yeah. and um, it's still bad. As okay, everybody's been playing Broken Age. Okay, so. No, yeah. Well, not me, but... Um, yeah, actually, maybe Al- Alex should talk yeah. since you know, he's the one who's written the review. So. I've written a review of Broken Age, yeah. So you're the one that's most qualified to talk about it. Okay, so Go. you want me to start then? Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, it's really good. <laughs> what we get Done. it. Like, it, it's, it's, a re- it's got a really nice art style, very good voice acting with the voice talent that is actually in it. You'd, ex- you'd better well be uh, good voice acting. Um well written, good, good, fo- good, uh, pl- good plot. Oh, but do you do you have much experience with previous Tim Schafer games? Like, have you played Grim Fandango or Psychonauts or I, Legend or any of the other? I believe I started playing Grim Fandango once. Okay. It was not my copy. Oh, okay. So, I'm trying to remember which adventure games I've actually played. Uh, like, it was just the adventure games as a whole. Mm-hmm. And uh, I keep going back to the original Monkey Island is the one I oh, always remember. Oh, Monkey Island, yeah. And it Those was were good. fun. Yeah. It was good, but no, I just, like, for what it, like, as it's an a- adventure game, it's fun. It keeps you interested in it. I found the puzzles were actually interesting. There was no pixel hunting, which was what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And uh, big issue is that it's half, it's essentially half What's of the game. It's a Kickstarter game. It was yeah. a Kickstarter game. Yeah. It, was the it is ba- not complete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We... Like, everybody who Kickstarter or buys the game is going to get the other half when it comes out purportedly within the year. I mean, and what we get is quite great, but at the same time, there's that little idea in your head that, is the next part actually going to be great? Like, is it actually going to, is it actually going to be as good? Is it going to be better? Or is it going to be, is it going to hold up to the standard that is set for this? Mm. Do you remember what the minimum was to get a copy of the game for kickstarting it? Uh, 15 bucks. That's not bad. And uh, the game is selling for about 25 now on Steam. Okay. So, and $25 for a game that will... Half finished. That is, that is half finished, where you're going to get the rest of it for free, is not too bad in my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, like, because it's only half of a game, it's kind of short, but, and I don't know uh, how much I played of it, I want to say four hours, something? That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I I didn't mind, really. Like, I thought uh, what they had there was, what they they had there was decent. It doesn't feel 
too fragmentary. Like it's both of the narratives. There's two narratives that mm-hmm. go with it are pretty contained and they actually do integrate and they do have a bunch of foreshadowing the stuff that's going to happen in the second part so I was overall kind of impressed with what we got I was kind of happy with what I got they gave what I expected they were going to deliver and but the problem with any type of uh, with any kind of review or account of this kind of game is that you're waiting to see what the second half is going to actually be I mean it, it, it I hope it doesn't happen, but it's conceivable that it could just all fall apart. And it's oh. like, oh, the ending ruined it for me. Yeah, and that's always like, a, a uh, yeah. problematic thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, whenever you've got like a movie, is like, or a game, where it's like, this is great, but it is rel- But how great it actually is is somewhat reliant on something that is coming out later. Mm-hmm. Now, if they were making us pay for the second half, it would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. I'd be like up in arms over that, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They at least they're at least you know giving us giving us what they actually promise, just not right away. Yeah. But isn't this a little more acceptable when we have things like The Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us, where stuff is yeah. episodic? Well, yeah, it's it's like a two episode game. Yeah, like and it's a two and we don't this have to buy two. each episode individually. <laughs> and more importantly, it's much funnier than The Walking Dead. Well, yeah, which oh, isn't yeah. funny at all. So. It's actually pretty humorously written. Yeah. I thought I... It's, it's, it's Tim Schafer. It's just it's just mm-hmm. signature Tim Schafer stuff. I mean, it's like, well, yeah, the humor is just amazing. So. It comes across as a... Uh, it comes across as a bit of a storybook. Mm-hmm. Like, it very much has that structure. Well, it looks beautiful, though. Oh, it looks fantastic. Yeah, the art direction made my wife cry. Yeah, hand-drawn, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not actually hand-drawn, No, but, like, but hand-drawn as compared to what we normally it's get. It's smooth, too. Yeah. Like, the frame rate doesn't drop. I never noticed. Yeah. And, um... Like... It, it says something about gaming nowadays, where you, where you are actually surprised when there are no, no significant bugs. Yeah, that's true. You just expect it. I, fa- I, fa- I found two things that might be considered minor bugs. One was where the subtitle didn't subtitles didn't show up because it didn't go out of a certain cinematic camera angle where the subtitles weren't actually appearing. Mm. And another point where uh, the dialogue started a little too late, so it cut itself off. But it's like. But those are extremely minor things. They never affected the gameplay. Uh, the functionality works fine. There's never a point where... There was a few points where I got stuck for like five, ten minutes and then I just figured it out. Or there's one point early on where I failed to apply Occam's Razor, so I kept trying to do... I kept trying to do this one thing that was overly complicated. Uh, it's like, what, what, what puzzle was this? Just uh, the mountain. The, the bridge man. Oh, okay. It's not a puzzle. It's mm-hmm. just... I'm like, okay, I have a grabbing yeah. Gary. He should be grabbing something. Mm-hmm. No, it's in fact much simpler than that. <laughs> okay. And uh, because I uh, conditioned myself to think really, think in really bizarre ways because yeah. of video games. To go for the elaborate solution because mm-hmm. that's usually the way they, yeah. And the game was telling, and to be fair, the game was actually giving me very subtle hints as yep. to, no, it's very simple to actually do this. And I'm like, no, no, I will do it this way because I am a gamer. The solution you, was pretty you funny. Scream that the solution you was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, it was actually really well timed, just <laughs> overall. Uh, no, it, it, it probably will be the funniest game of 2014. It's probably safe to say, even mm-hmm. at this early juncture, that you will not find a funnier game in 2014 than Broken Age. Yeah. Because Tim Schafer is a comedy genius. Vela's great. So. I like both Vela and Shay. Yeah. Shay is just so jaded for someone of his age. Well, you know, it's like when you spend your entire life being mommy-coddled by, like, you know, your spaceship. Yeah. It's just like, you know, yeah, 
You get a little bored. Colorful playpen spaceship. Mm -hmm. I love that. I was just... Everything is knitted. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Yeah, it's, uh... I kind of hope they explain some stuff in the second half, though. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's unexplained that I'm kind of like, okay, they really should explain this in the second half. Uh, But... You know, I'm willing to give. I'm willing to give them uh, benefit of that. Like what I got is great, and hopefully the next part will live up to that standard. And if it doesn't, well, that's going to reflect. Okay. So, adventure game of the year 2014. Pending when the other half comes out. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, it's right now it's going up against. Well, it's basically going up against like Telltale, the Walking mm-hmm. Dead, yeah, with, yeah, the Walking Dead, the and uh, the Fables game, yeah. plus whatever else they crank out. Like they're working on a Game of Thrones game now as well. I they're working on a Borderlands game as well. Uh, yes, and they're yes. also working on a Borderlands game. So it's Tim Schafer versus Telltale at this point. And doesn't he want to do a James Bond too? I don't. The know. Telltale. Yeah, I think they did. They want to do a James Bond one. Wow. Uh, that could be interesting. That would be interesting. Uh, I could actually see that working better than a first-person shooter because you know it's like James Bond really is more about the intrigue and the spy gadgets and the espionage and not so much the running around in corridors shooting people all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. And make it make it a new James Bond. Don't make it based off any of the movie versions. Mm-hmm. You finally have an excuse for him to be in a casino and not kill everyone in there. Yeah. Which you can do in an adventure game. So, yeah. Sounds... So uh, I actually wouldn't mind, yeah. Well, I like... I think uh, one thing that has to be mentioned, though, is because Broken Age was kind of the big one for Kickstarter. Yeah. It was the big one that got a lot of attention... And so far, it's actually so far it's actually seeming to live up to the potential, despite a few hiccups involving where's this money going, yeah. what's going on. No, it, so. it is enjoyable, and it's really, really <laughs> funny. It's so cleverly written. Yeah, but that's and, because of that Tim Schafer magic. So, and I think uh, when the next half comes out, we'll be able to. It, it will be a big push in the favor of the Kickstarter model, which is already proliferated yeah. wildly and we've seen plenty of games that have come out of it that are good mm-hmm. but this is the one that got a lot of attention so this is the one we're all kind of waiting on that yeah. will cement it and I'm kind of hoping it does well for that regard and but then after that everybody's going to be looking at Star Citizen I suppose and be like you know it's like don't screw this up I am so. I, uh, I actually I haven't checked that out myself mm. well that's pretty much what I've been playing okay. so that took up a, that took up some of my time and everything else I played is stuff we already talked about so uh, moving on to Wayne. Wayne. Okay. Yeah. So I, I can officially... Actually, they lifted the embargo on the yeah, same can, day that can. the podcast went the out. The review's so. already on the site, yeah, so you so can the talk review's about already it. out and all that sort of... Like, you know, yes, it was Tomb Raider on the PS4. The, the gorgeous t- edition? The gorgeous definitive edition, and I, I gave it a 7. Ooh, that's uh, okay. No, see, because the, the reason that I gave it a 7 is basically I'm... It's it's hard to, you know, it's like criticize a game which I already criticized previously because like that's the thing. It came out last year and this is the same great game, only now they're still asking for sixty dollars, despite the fact that yeah. you know, it's like they've they've bumped up the price and so it's just like it is really hard for me to give it an unequivocal recommendation because it's like there are a lot of people that really shouldn't go out and buy this game because you've already got it and I don't know if it's worth like if you bought it at launch last year you already paid $60. So if you buy it again, you just paid $120 for the same game just so that you could get the, you know, the graphical upgrade. It's like, you know, is it really worth it spending a grand total of $120 on the same game just because you want to see it with a higher frame rate and better graphics? No. You know, so so it really comes to say, and that's why I gave it the 7, is because it's like, 
there are no gameplay changes. It's the exact same content with some you know DLC additions, which are mostly confined to multiplayer. Um, they've got like some costumes and one new tomb, one new optional tomb for like the single player game. But the bulk of the content is on multiplayer. And you know, other than that, it really is just come down to check out the increased frame rate and the prettier graphics. And you know, by the way, it's still sixty dollars again. And this is where I have an issue, and you know, it's like this is why I gave it the score that I did because I actually gave it um, quite a good score when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But that's because it was new, and now this is like the same old game, just shinier. And I was like, I really don't feel good about giving it the same score when. You know, it's like it's still full price for, you know, it's like something that a lot of people probably already have. And it really boils down to how much of a graphics whore are you? Well, it seems like a sort of a weird territory in reviews where you are essentially looking at a game that you've already played that hasn't been appreciably changed Mm -hmm. except for in the one element, which is the graphics. Like it it really is hard to give a score to that because it's a case of... Should you buy this thing? It's just as good as the other one, but you probably already have the yeah. other one. So, I mean, for me, I you know, like in my review, I actually just ended up coining the term HD Plus Remaster because that's kind mm-hmm. of what it is. I mean, the first one was already high def, so you know that doesn't really matter. Uh, it seems, you know, but now they're like, no, but now it's like you know, high def 1080p with 60 frames per second, whereas the other one was like. 720p and 30 frames per second on the PS3 and the Xbox. That doesn't really seem like 60 bucks worth. Exactly, but that's what they're asking for it. So that's why I gave it that weird score. You know, it's like my my final review score was not a knock against the actual game because it's still just as good as it was last year. The problem is, it's the same game as last year, but yeah. it's super gorgeous. See, I'll buy it because we haven't played Tomb Raider yet. Yeah, so see, it's a good option. See, for that's us. the thing for people that don't own it yet. This 60 is bucks is normal. This but yeah. is the version to get. Yeah. Yeah. But for everybody that already got it the first time around, it's like, yeah, you know what? I don't think you really need to go out and get this unless you're just monstrously, desperately bored to play something new on your shiny new Xbox One or PS4. Yeah. And uh, I think that's, that distinction has to be made. Yeah. But... Uh, so I, I, I know a lot of other reviewers and other outlets don't agree with me because they were still giving it like, you know, um, you know it's like eights and nines and... You know, it's like nine pluses because they were like, it was amazing last year and it's still amazing this year, so go buy it. But I'm just like... But don't buy it again. I mean, that's that's the thing is they're they're, essentially, they're releasing the game. This is essentially a re-release. It is, yeah. And a I, re-release of a game that's not that old, so... Yeah, and they're not, say, and they're, and they're not saying, oh, you've already got the last version, don't buy yeah. this. They're saying, everybody should buy this. And that's the statement they're mm-hmm. making with that, so... Because, yeah, the game is like less than a year old. It came out in March of mm-hmm. 2013. And That's this one is out long. in January, so, yeah. yeah. You almost should have just waited for, to release this one. Yeah. But, uh... uh. I mean, the, you know, the changes are there. Like, you know, to, even to an untrained eye, you know, it's like if you just kind of sort of remember what Tomb Raider looked like on the PS3, when you pop in the PS4 version, you immediately go, whoa, okay, I can see the improvement. It's that obvious. Okay. But... It is gorgeous. It's still cosmetic. I mean, mm. it, you know, it's like all the changes are primarily cosmetic. So, but the, but did you say there's an, like there's one extra tomb? There's one extra optional tomb. That's it. And some costumes for Lara to wear that you can put on her. I'd almost <laughs> say like forty or fifty bucks would be a better price. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if they had released this at like you know forty or thirty dollars, then it would be like you know it's like yeah, okay, go out and get it. It's not going to hurt you particularly. But to ask for full price retail, you know, on a game that you released less than a year ago. That just 
that, I mean, that really does smack of Square just trying to see how much they can get away with and seeing, you know, whether or not the audience is going to respond to it or not. They're, they're testing the waters, mm-hmm. you know, to see how much of a chump people are, I guess. Well, do, so, we know, do we know if people are going out and buying this? I really don't know what the sales figures are going to be like on this game, so... Okay, so we should probably look into that just yeah. to see if, if this works. Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't been out long enough. I mean, it's like it only officially launched on Tuesday, so it's, yeah. it's been on out for sale for less than a week. That's just not yeah, enough time not to enough look time. at the numbers. No, because we should revisit this, because yeah. I don't... Like, they shouldn't be buying this mm-hmm. in droves, but if they... But if they are, that's kind of a bad precedent. Well, see, because like you know, one of the things that you know I find interesting about this is that Square were absolute geniuses when it came to the release date. Mm-hmm. They put it out at the end of January, and if you've got an Xbox One or a PS4, there is absolutely nothing new to play right now. Nothing. <laughs> so some people, just out of desperation, will be like, "I want to see something that gets all the cylinders firing on my console." So you know, it's like, "Screw it, whatever." I know I already have this game on the PS3, but. I'm going to go and buy it again because I got to play something new on my new console. You know, mm. I can't just have it sitting there doing nothing. So they justify the expense to themselves that way. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like it'll be interesting to see how many people actually fall for. I know myself. I actually know two people who did use that excuse, Oof. where they were like, "I already own the game, so yeah, yeah, shut up." It's just I've I've got an Xbox One sitting there and it's doing nothing. I wanted to do something, so you know, it's like it's only sixty bucks, whatever. I'll I'll go and get it again. Shut up! Don't judge me. But you know, <laughs> of course I am judging them, and you know, I give them that look silently, so, yeah. silently, and not so silently judging. Exactly. So you know, it's like yeah, I actually do know a few people who just out of sheer desperation they went and bought it because they wanted something new, even though it wasn't new. Well, this is also why I don't buy consoles right away because this kind of thing happens. Exactly. You get, you get yeah. the launch titles, mm-hmm. and it takes a while for them to actually start making titles yeah. that are then. Like, you this guys. this will obviously not be a problem in March. No. March is when the floodgates open and you finally start seeing a steady stream of games. But for now, we're still in the middle of the dry spell and Square, mercenary or not, they took advantage of that and said, you know, it's like, hey, new console gamers, it's like, here's something for you to play when there's nothing else out there. Yeah. So. Uh, it's slightly depressing. Yep. Good on them, though. Good business decision. Yeah, it we'll, wor- we'll, it's probably we'll, working. We'll, we'll actually yeah. see uh, how much money they pull in for this. I'm really, really I curious am. to see what the sales figures are going to be like for this game. No, I'm really yeah. interested in seeing that because if this works, that's an interesting yeah. precedent. Because, yeah, it, it, it is a good game. You know, it's like, don't get me wrong, Tomb Raider is a good game. It's just like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, you know, fortunately for me, it's like I got a review copy. So, you know, it's like I didn't have to pay for it. But if I hadn't gotten that review copy, I probably would have passed on this myself. You know, it's like the pretty graphics wouldn't have been mm-hmm. enough. To, but two of your friends didn't. Yeah, but two of my friends did. They, so. they went out and they got it. So, Did you play anything else? Um, I did play Broken Age, which is why I was able to talk to Alex yeah. about it. Is because, you know, it's like it, it was Tim Schafer, so you know, it's like I automatically support anything that Tim Schafer does. So it's like even though I supported the Kickstarter, I went out and I bought the copy on Steam anyway. Just because I wanted to make sure that Tim got You wanted money. to make sure he got that wanted, money. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, it's like, so I knew. It's like, you know, yes, I helped you to make it, but now I'm also giving you money to buy the, you know, by buying the game. take more of my money. Take all of it. I want Tim Schafer to keep making games. So I was just like, I'm doing my part. And I went and I bought it as a retail copy on Steam. Yeah. And I have no regrets because it's just like, it's a Tim Schafer adventure game. I've been waiting so long to play a Tim Schafer adventure game again. I would make a comment about irony given what we just talked about, but given how much money I've spent on Warframe, I really can't do that yeah. and not be a hypocrite. 
I can. But, irony, yeah. Wayne, irony. No. No, for me, it's for me, it's just like, you know, it's like, well, you know, it's like I, I gave a little money for him to make the game, and now I don't mind, it's, you know, it's like paying money to buy the game. It's well, understandable. It's only $25. Bucks. Yeah, exactly. If you want to support the creator, why not? Yeah. Like, support, this, support them so they can continue doing it. Exactly. More people need so, to do that. Yeah, and... Uh, being able to get games like this. You vote with money, and that's what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like Broken Age came out last year and I'm buying it again. It's yeah. more like, you know, it's like I supported Broken Age, like, what, two years ago when it first started it on the Kickstarter? It was longer than that, wasn't yeah. it? Like, three years? Yeah, 2011, 2012, something like that is when it first hit Kickstarter. So, so, two or three, yeah, two yeah. years. Two, uh, yeah. I don't even remember Kickstartering it, but apparently I did. I've been getting updated <laughs> oh, okay. for it. Yeah. You probably Kickstarted a whole bunch of other things you remember either. Oh. So now all of a sudden you'd be like, hey, yeah, but, you know, yeah, so yeah, I just I, I was just like you know it's like what the hell it's 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 on Steam and you know it's like you know every little bit will help for you know double fine so you know it's like I'll pay the full price whatever you know it's like I must support Tim because yeah. I love Tim as anybody at GDC 2012 will remember when they saw me run up and hug him. Yeah, when's not a hugger yeah. either. I I did hug Tim Schafer, so mm-hmm. so not only have did I did you hugged nuzzle him, him while you hugged him. Just no, like, I did not nuzzle him. Oh. Like, he didn't make it creepy. No, leave your no, it was now. it wasn't that creepy. No, <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah, Tim, I, I got a hug out of Tim Schafer. He was a good sport about it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he stood there and took it. <laughs> he did. No, he hugged me back, and then afterwards, well, there you he, go. So it he gave me like the two big thumbs up afterwards when I was walking away. So. It's probably like remember that, when that Asian guy came up to me and yeah. hugged me. Jeez, what was that about? Well, I mean, I told him what it was about. Well, I went up to him. It's like, you know, like, you're Tim Schafer. You're my hero. And then he was like, dude, I don't know who you are, but you're my hero, too. And then I was like, and now we hug. And he's like, why not? So we did. <laughs> this is the cutest moment on the podcast. That's oh, that's God. what happened. That is exactly what happened at GDC. And then, you know, it's like. Uh, that's Wayne's moment for his life. Not yeah. his wedding or Brendan anything like that. And, yeah. Brendan and um, Super Brothers, the guy that made Sword and Sorcery, were actually standing there at the time. And they were like, we can't believe he did that. <laughs> but, yeah, it happened. So. Yeah. So you'd support him in anything he did. Tim Schafer, yeah. Oh, like, he's kind of earned yep. it. Yep. So even if he did an infra- I bought I bought Brutal Legend, and it was just like, <laughs> it was like, and I enjoyed it. I wanted to actually play it. I've seen part of it played, mm-hmm. but I wanted to actually get a copy of myself. I just never got around to it. Okay, yeah. But uh, it's it, a problematic game, but it's like crazy and beautiful in other ways as well. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. It is, it is amazing. It really is a living heavy metal album record cover. Pretty much. No matter what you do in the game. Yeah, it's just it's always like the metal is there. So. Oh, yeah. And metal's able to make fun of itself. Yeah. Metal, all, Metalopolis. Yeah. And I mean, it, it did have some truly awe-inspiring sights. Like when you saw the wall of sound, mm-hmm. which really was just a gigantic wall composed of speakers that nice. just stretched onto infinity, and that was just an amazing sight in the game. So... Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's, that's me just you know, gushing about Tim Schafer. Yeah. Yep. And that is what I have been playing. That and um, well, Brothers, just because that's free on like PlayStation Plus. Oh yeah. Although I haven't actually finished it, um, I only just started on that, and um, pretty soon I will have to start on. Oh, I'm really. I. They've they've kind of like you know spent the last of my goodwill with like the previous game, but um, I'm going to be the one who is going to be taking on Final Fantasy thirteen. Oh, three dear. lightning returns. So we'll see what Aren't happens. Aren't you excited? Isn't this... No. <laughs> like, like, the last one was time travel, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was time travel all over the place. It was just crazy-ass time travel. So what's what this one going to be? Alternate realities? No, this one is um, 500 years after the events of Final Fantasy thirteen two. The world is going to end in 13 days, and lightning has to somehow prevent this. Is That's this a, the plot. Did they just take a fan fiction and make it into a game? It kind of sounds like that, it doesn't does. it? It does. Yeah. I think I've read this fan fiction. So that's that's what I'm going to be playing, and then um, we'll, 
don't think I can actually even talk about no. it next week. No, you can't. No, I can't. A couple no. weeks until you can talk about so, it. So next week when you ask what have I been playing, I'll just say Final Fantasy XIV yeah. and then leave it at that. Yeah, and then whenever somebody asks yeah. you to elaborate, you punch them in the face. Yeah, exactly. Them. Right now, all I can say is I'm about to play it, and that's as far as I can go with that since I haven't actually played it, so I can't comment on that. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I just found, found the very idea of the thir- Final Fantasy thirteen <laughs> and its expansions. Yeah, I've just I've just been of... on a, a real... I can't even call it an emotional roller coaster. It's really just more like just an emotional decline. I mean, I was so pumped for the original Final Fantasy thirteen because I was a Final Fantasy fanboy, so I was like, new Final Fantasy, this is going to be amazing! And then it was not amazing. Wasn't and it just really bizarre? Yeah, it was. I, I have it somewhere, and I just haven't played it yet, because I'm, I'm mostly out of fear. Um, it's a big, long hallway. I mean, you spend that entire game just running around in a straight line, except for so this one level, which opens up, and then they take that level away from you for the rest of the game. It sounds kind of like Final Fantasy X was for me. Mm. Just this big, long hallway, and then you get an airship that doesn't really let you go anywhere. Yeah. But uh, Ten also had a really bizarre sequel that was apparently a Magical Girl anime. So. Yeah, that was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was dumb as hell, but it was hilarious. I still played it, and I actually managed to get some enjoyment out of Final Fantasy X-2. I just like, I, I know a lot of people didn't, but yes, I did actually manage to enjoy that game. It didn't feel like the same kind, the same universe at all. It wasn't. Well, I mean, it was the same characters, but now it was like you know, yeah, three magical girls going out and having a magical time all over Spira. But so. it, none of the elements that are introduced in ten in ten two or X two or whatever don't. It's like these elements are. If these elements are there, then how did everything play out the way it did in the first one? It, it was them relearning once again the lesson of the magical power of friendship, but with different friends. Uh, but but there's a giant robot. Why didn't they use that? Uh, I don't know. Oh, power of friendship. But yeah, sounds that's, like that's Final Fantasy for you. So now we're on to Final Fantasy thirteen three, and you know, like, like I said, you know, it's like my experiences with the past two games. Unfortunately, it makes me most qualified to review this one, so I will, but... Um, Unfortunately. Yeah, it's just, like, this, it's, it's been going off the rails. I mean, it went off the rails with the first game, and it went off the rails even more with the second game, so I don't know what I'm getting into with this third game, but I guess we'll find out. Well, that will be, yeah. a cert- that will be certainly an interesting yep. podcast. Yep. So, what have you been playing, Mel? I haven't been playing anything I haven't talked about already. Oh, okay. So, like, Lego Marvel and stuff like that. Other than that, I've been playing being mom to fur babies, and that's it. We can't even ask Brendan what he's been playing, because he seems to have abandoned us. No, he's yelling on the phone or something. Yeah, so, he, he's yeah. run off in fear. I don't even know how to stop the podcast. Um, so when we're done talking, I'll just keep recording for, like, an hour. It'll just be silence and me kind of going, hmm, It'll be our elevator music. Yeah. Oh, well. But then, Fluffy yeah, I guess we time. should probably wrap it up. Yeah, well, <laughs> Fluffy Bunny time. Oh god! Oh, no fluffy bunny time this week. No, no, no! I stay away from Warframe this week. It's like I, was, I, was, I was busy with other stuff, so yeah, I, I could not engage in fluffy bunny time. I want to try this fluffy bunny time, just to see if I can find those kids. Maybe they just wander around. They just roam the. They're like a ga- yeah, a little a gang of little kids that just roam around, annoying people with their fluffy bunny time. Yeah, I, I kind of wish there's a clan in the game called Fluffy Bunny Time now. Now, th- th- that would be a better thing uh, to assassinate with, with. Just have, like, the screen start to flicker and you just hear fluffy bunny time just starts fluffy playing. Fluffy bunny time. And a guy in a bunny suit stabs you. I think this should be a horror. Yeah, this should be a great horror game, survival horror game. Fluffy bunny time. Oh, we started playing. Oh, what is that game where you're the baby wandering around the house? We were watching something about that. That was just The freaky. horror game? Oh, yeah. It was, you're, you're a baby. You're a baby. You're a baby in a haunted house, right? No, you're a baby in a normal house, but I think because you're a baby... 
everything. Like we were watching. It was. I have to find this game because it just looks amazing. No, because it's like I know that there was. We some talked other about game it. You, you were a baby. Yeah, we talked about it like two years ago. There was like you know yeah some sort of poltergeist or like some sort of supernatural element to it because like stuff starts happening in your house and you're just this powerless baby crawling around. So See, I was figured because really, we were watching really watching other people oh, yeah. play it, but I was figured. It would maybe you're just seeing it from the baby's view, like how a baby would think this would happen, no, but it's not you are actually. A baby. No, yeah, but as a baby, you would think, oh my god, that's a scary person, but really, it's just a shadow because mm. you know kids always think okay, things are what true. they yeah, aren't. It could just be that. Yeah. So that's what I think it is, just mm. a normal house. But I have to find this game; it looks amazing. I remember talking about it a couple of years ago, but anyway, other than that, Brendan can't input on what he's been playing. He's disappeared, gotten eaten by the gremlins. Sorry, mm-hmm. Brendan. But, of course, if you want to follow us on social media, we've got it. We've got some Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine. You can follow us there and watch us as we update our website with articles or just see silly pictures of silly things. Recently, Chuck Norris, he only likes rare meat, so he only eats unicorns. What? Seriously? Chuck Norris stuff? I'm sorry. It was funny. People loved it. Really? It's Chuck Norris. Everyone loves Chuck Everybody Norris. Everybody does love Chuck Norris. That's true. I don't love Chuck Norris. Well, then you're in the minority. You can go sit at the other side of the table. I will. We're also on Google Plus, google.com slash little plus sign CG Mag Online. You can also find us on Twitter at CGM Plus. You can find me on Twitter at Kixen Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N, Chaos. Alex, you have Twitter too? I do. Uh, let me see. Alexander Leach... Uh, I think. I think it's a. Uh, okay. You're as bad as Wayne. I don't. Like, I don't tweet myself, right? I don't. I don't ever tweet myself. I tweet. I use my. I use my Twitter, but I just. I don't remember what my actual name on there. Just look for Alexander Leach and look for a guy with a beard. That's what you're gonna get. <laughs> Wayne has Twitter as well, but doesn't use it. Real. The real Wayne Santos, I believe, is his. Oh Twitter yeah, that handle. Might be it. Yeah. I'm on Google Plus. He's on Google+. Plus. Which is easy enough to find because you just they use real names on Is Google+. Is it still Plus, a, the so. Dragon Wayne or whatever? Is what? your image? Was, no, that's Seaman. No, oh, that's, 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 that's Seaman. It's like I had an artist friend of mine do a version of Seaman, but it sucked my face on it. So I wasn't sure because it kind of yeah. looked like a dragon. That's what it is. No, it's totally Seaman. I C-Man, figured you're Asian, so. dragons, you no. know, racial stereotypes. It's <laughs> You can also find Brendan on Twitter at Fry. I believe is what he is. He loves to be on Twitter. Go yeah, and tweet does. at him. He's he, always he on Twitter. He's on Twitter. Usually yeah. while we're sitting here, he's on Twitter. Yeah. So, And uh, you can also check out our sister podcast, the wonderful drama that is RPG through podcast. These Warriors are terrible. Look them up. They're awesome. Uh, recently, I don't know what they did last weekend, but they did something. They invited me and I couldn't do it. It sounded awesome and now I completely forget what it was. Make sure you check it out. Well, you should check it out to see what it was. Yeah, there you go. See? Did you, do you, you listen? Didn't you check it out at one I point? I listened to a few. I haven't listened to uh, many since January came around yeah, because well, I've been doing other game stuff. Yeah, but it's an epic, epic, funny drama. Oh, it's funny. It's, yeah, it's great. It's a bunch of gamers going around and causing disasters by being by being gamers. Yeah. That's what RPGs are all about, is showing a great lack of common sense and inadvertently destroying entire swaths of land. And that's exactly what they do. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. These warriors are terrible. You can find them on our site as well. We also have a new layout for our website. Let us know if you like it or not. We'd love feedback, right? Right, Alex? Right? Oh, yeah. We absolutely adore uh, feedback. Alex Good, loves to bad, answer fan mail, damage. don't you, Alex? I do? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, just the second I see some fan mail, we'll see if I love it or not. 
You can also check us out online at cgmagonline.com. We also have a new issue out. I don't know if you guys talked about it last week, did you? Did you mention it, Wayne, as no, a no, podcast host? No, no, we totally forgot to mention that there's a new issue. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Because I'm no good at this stuff. I you guys really dropped it, the ball. we did mention it at the end because it looks really nice. It's Dark Souls. Oh, okay. It's Dark Souls. It has a really nice cover, and I believe I mentioned it's it. Night. Yeah, it's Yeah. Yeah. It's got a really good art inside, too, and articles by various other people. Some of various other people. Po- some of whom are on this podcast. Some of which, yes. But actually, in this issue, we not only do cover Dark Souls 2, two and we cover the Dark Souls comic, but we cover Alan Moore. That's yeah. what I was really excited about, because oh, Alan yeah. Moore is just... I can't even, you can't even describe Alan Moore. The He's mad just... man of comics. Yeah. A mad genius. And alongside our Alan Moore which is retrospective of his life is uh, everything you need to know about Swamp Thing. Yeah. If you didn't know the history of Swamp Thing, it's in there too. So make sure you check it out, your local chapters, or if you want to save trees and save money, we're still on Zinio. Oh, yeah. And soon to be Amazon. <laughs> Yes, Hurry exactly. for Amazon. all well. Not but yeah. to be confused with the South American River. <laughs> so make sure you check that out. It's on shelves now. Should be if you're a subscriber, it should be popping up in your mailbox anytime soon. And Brendan's going to come in to say goodbye. Come say goodbye, Brendan. Say goodbye to the nice people. We have no idea how to do the podcast. Goodbye. Though.